Alright, welcome back to the Human Sadness Podcast. This is a Brian Wilson. How's it going? I know I have... I'm sorry, why am I doing the voice still? I can't stop doing the voice. It's just... It's who I am. Where have I been for the past two months? Where the fuck have we all been? Where's Tim? He's not here right now. fuck is he he's in brooklyn is he getting laid probably am i Did he die oh that's that's our guest you shouldn't oh, fucking just... say anything. my bad I'll <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it's all good um we're gonna get to our guest in a second what what have i been doing with my life am i still in my parents attic 100 percent. am i still playing with my band absolutely still sad 100 percent. got him got him sorry i fucking hate myself um I have nothing to say. Anyway, I am extremely excited to be back on this show with you. Tim is not here. I don't know what he's doing. He, he's fine. He's fine. He's living. But I'm here. I have a very special guest. Some guy, I've, I haven't known him. I've known of him for a long time. Um, actually, his name is Matt Mulholland. And you guys have probably actually seen him on the internet. He does these hilarious... YouTube videos that incorporate music and also sometimes just fucking straight up amazing covers and originals. This guy's a crazy talented musician. I first le- learned about him from my ben- my friend Ben Chippard back in uh, back in college, and he told me he said, "Hey Brian, you got to check out this guy. His name's Matt Mahon. He's my friend, and uh, he does he does comedy songs like you." I said, "All right, fine. Fucking this guy can't be the funny, whatever." And he put on his, his, his first album, which was called Toilet Secrets. And I was like, ah, this, this is not going to be funny. This is not going to be funny. But, and then I heard The Penis Corral. And one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and I said to myself, fuck. <laughs> this guy's got it. The fuck am I doing with my life? I can't. I fucking suck. And uh, that was just one of many hilarious songs on that album and then this guy went to launch his youtube fame with such favorites as the shitty titanic uh (laughs) song on recorder and unbelievable matt um you can talk now thank you very much thanks man for being on the show Um, dude absolutely man yeah so i've known about you for a long ass time and i've i've yeah, followed that's dope shit i've followed your career because ben we've also had ben on the show yeah he yep. let me he let me know about you and i was like ah oh, shit this guy's this guy's talented fuck <laughs> i thought i thought i was talented i'm not fuck um so what's what's been your background man you i know you you and ben you started off in what like a barbershop quartet together yeah, bro. No, I knew, I knew Ben since um, we we're like fucking shit, 11, 11 or 12. I don't know, man. Uh, but I was a trumpet player and he was obviously a bass player. And we just did, uh, we're in this really fantastically shitty uh, jazz. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just me and him, like bass and trumpet. And we'll just do like 12 bar blueses for like hours on end or whatever. Really? Yeah, bro. That went, however shitty, you know, you just play the blues scale and that would be it. Well, you play like half the blues scales because, you know, 
10 year olds that shit at everything. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we just started with that and then went to, went through school together, did a bunch of barbershop, rock bands, fucking everything. One of my favorite things with him actually was his band called Def Shepherd because his oh, last name is Shepherd, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah. And we were just like the worst, the greatest, but also worst rock band in the world. We used to wear like those like crop tops and like have like shiny hair and shit. Fuck, it was awesome. Didn't you guys play a show naked? Not completely naked. Uh we what? Yeah, we took our tops off and, and pants off quite often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, <laughs> that was a standard thing. Dude, what's, have- what the fuck is up with New Zealand? Do I just <laughs> just do I just happen to know like very creative people from New Zealand, or is everybody there just seem to be on this really creative kick? Um, if you meet one, you kind of meet the rest of them. It's a very small country. So like, we all sort of know each other. So I don't, I don't know, but like, again, maybe I have a very small sample set, but it's just like, it seems like you guys have a, like a good sense of like the arts and shit. Like no one gives a shit about that in America. Like, really? I would have thought it'd been all about it. Like, well, did you guys have arts programs in your school? Yeah, we had, like, music class and stuff like that and, like, choirs and barbershops and things. I mean, we have that here, but, like, it, it's the first thing to get cut. Like, and no one... Yeah, right. No one gives that, a shit. Yeah, it depends school by school. I mean, there are definitely some towns where they just don't, can't afford it or their music departments are really shitty or whatever. But me and Ben were lucky enough to go to, like, a really legit music school. Okay, they, all right. They took it pretty seriously. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it was a regular high school, but the music side of things was pretty good. Okay, all right. So it just had, like, a really good program. Pretty much, yeah. And you know, the other great thing about New Zealand is prostitution's legal. Yeah, man. That's a thing now. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to throw <laughs> that in there. I have, I have nothing to say about that. Ah. Um, that's great, man. So you were you were started off as a trumpet player. That was like your first instrument? Nah, I started off the standard like violin and then moved to keys and, but, and then settled on the trumpet when I was like eight or nine or something. And then just kind of stuck with that. Went to jazz school. You started as well, eh? You did yeah, I went to, I went to, yeah, yeah, I went to Cal Arts and I studied cello and how to be a, a Jew. I knew, no, I, was, I already know that. Um, the Jew part. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it's ingrained inside of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was, I was out there with, with Ben at Cal Arts. So, yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah, so you went, you, you started, so wait, so how many instruments do you play? Um, well, trumpet was the main one. And you yeah. know, like when you're studying, that's the one that you fucking go balls out on. Yeah. And then, but then I've just picked up other stuff along the way. So I have barely even touched the trumpet nowadays. Like I didn't finish the degree and then I just bailed because I started doing comedy and wanted to do other stuff. So now I just, my main instruments are just guitar and keys. Um, and then whatever else I can find floating around. Yeah. And then you also fucking, how'd you develop that voice, man? And I'm, am I going to say I'm gay for that voice? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Make it happen. Let's see. Um, I, fuck, I don't know, bro. I talked like this since I was like 12. I was like, you know, when like you're in high school and then like you have the roll call and the teacher like says everyone's name, you're like, I'm here. And all the kids are like, <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm like, I'm here. Oh, and everyone turn around, like, get over it, guys. Come on. But the get thing up. is, you can sing, you can sing incredibly high too. Yeah. I think it's just the two, if you can, if your natural voice is low, I think your falsetto is just like there. I don't know. No, you know, I think you're right because I, I have a low voice too and I can sing high. I mean, it sounds shitty as hell, yeah. but I can sing. I can get up pretty fucking high. Okay. Ah! Uh, wait, should we try it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, ready? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> and now, let's go low. 
Have you looked into those throat singers? Like the, Mongolian throat singers? Yeah, the tube and throat. Dude, that shit is amazing. Wow, those, the harmonics and shit they get, and like the low, it goes like an octave, like it's not the real voice or whatever, it's the flaps and shit, I know this way how it works, but it's fucking, it's so cool. Yo, it's amazing, man, it, I, I I can't do that, I just try to sound like I'm doing, I used to sit like in the toilet, on the toilet for ages, trying to do like the harmonics when you go up, like you know how you do it in your mouth, and you sit there like, yeah. like I started with like my, Fingers in my ears, just like trying to do it inside of my mouth. I tried that for like a year, man. And just like, obviously not in one go, but every time I was on the toilet, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try and do this. Still can't, still can't fucking do it. Wait, are you still do that on the toilet? No, 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 I gave it up a few years ago, but I did it I did it for a long time. That's, that's like, hilarious. I just I thought it would be a cool party trick, you know? <laughs> no, that would, be, that would be fantastic. I like how you just, you only did that while you were taking a shit. Yeah, well, any other time, you've got other shit to do. But, Absolutely. Yeah. So you grew up, in New Zealand, you grew up in Wellington, right? Yeah, man. And um, you said you started a degree in music. Yeah, jazz. Did a jazz trumpet uh, degree. Well, did half of it. Um, and that was that was at a university in in Wellington. In Wellington, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went straight from high school, and then just did all this music because I did music all through high school and stuff. Um, and then I was like, oh well, I'll just go get a music degree without actually thinking about what that meant and how pointless it was at the time. Yeah. That's I'll say they are pointless, but for, for where I was at that point, I, there wasn't, I should, probably shouldn't have done it, but you know. Nah, so. I mean, they're, they're pointless. I'll give it to you. I have one. <laughs> it's fucking pointless. <laughs> Look where I'm at. I'm in my, I'm in my mom's attic. I'm 27. A That's a fucking thing. Look, you got three lights behind you. I can see those. Dude, it's the shittiest. I've got that on Amazon prime up. Oh, do I pay for the year subscription? Yes, I do. Thank you. Uh, uh, um, okay. So, you you were when did you kind of get into doing comedy in in your music um pretty early on eh? you mentioned the album toilet secrets i started writing some of those tunes when i was like 13 are you serious wow really title track homo pirates um i wrote that when i was 13 (laughs) (laughs) as you it it makes sense now right like wait 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 is it is it hobo pirates or it's homo pirates homo pirates oh yeah i remember like that now but at the time, no, hilarious. I, dude, I, I see that I come from the similar schools. I do, I used to do the same thing. I had the tiny penis song. I had fucking uh, bitches on Craigslist. That was one <laughs> one song that I had, and yeah. so I, that's why I, t- I immediately related to you. I was like, okay, this guy, he gets it. He's from across the world, but we're doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, man, absolutely. Well, who was your like? For me, I loved Weird Al growing up. Did you have any, oh, like... Oh, yeah. No, Weird Al was huge for me. Yeah. He was the reason why I didn't... Because you know how a lot of people do parody stuff, and it's a real easy ticket way to get shit ton of views and a lot yeah. of interest. I just didn't want to do it, because I was like, Weird Al has done it. Like, you I know. Don't, you don't get better than that. I know. Every time I listen to it, I'm like, damn. Yeah. He doesn't even curse. He no, d- it's amazing. Yeah. And, like... The, the rhymes, his rhymes rhyme with the actual rhymes. It's like, and you see parody videos and stuff now, and they're fine, but it's just like, they're not really. Like, just go watch some Weird Al, and then, then you're done. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw, like, that was the first concert I think I ever went to was you Weird You saw him live? Yeah, I saw him live. Yeah, absolutely, Damn. man. Because I don't even like going to see live music that much, but I wanted to see, 
I am such a misanthrope, but I I wanted to see Weird Al, and I remember I'm such a little Jewish kid. It was so loud. I was like, ah, this is too loud for me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can we turn it down? And uh, but uh, no, nah, I was the same way, man. He just the creativity that he has, and he does it without being overly dirty, which I can't do. Yeah, yeah, man. Unbelievable. So you were doing your degree. Let's get back to your right, life. Yeah. Uh, and you were also it? doing kind of, uh, were you doing, when did you start doing YouTube stuff? I started doing YouTube pretty much when I started uni, I think. I've been doing a lot of reflection recently and trying to figure out like. Why you're gay? Yeah, basically. And why I'm like trying to do all this shit that I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not normal what we do. No, right? I, I, dude, I'm, I fucking feel you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Like and yeah and it, there there's a reason why we do the shit we do and then when you start uncovering it, it becomes a little bit interesting to think about. Wait, but, let's um, let's yeah. let's get into that. I actually I actually kind of want to get into that because I I feel like are you going through a, a transitionary time in your life? Yeah, man, hugely so. Because I I I definitely I want to hear about yours and I can give you you know my what happened with me. I mean, yeah, I have it easier because I live in my parents' attic, but yeah. but still. <laughs> well, no, I've gone back home many times for sure. Yeah, and I'm going. I'm going back home soon too. Probably not to live with my mom, but I'm going back to my own country for sure. In the, in the next, you know, by the end of the year, hopefully. Oh, really? You're gonna go live back in New Zealand? Yeah, I think so. Go sort some shit out. That's the name of his fucking uh, one oh, of his yeah. shows. <laughs> it's one of my shows. Yeah. Um. Okay, uh, that's good. To, well, let's we'll get there. We'll get there. So you've been doing, uh, you've been doing like comedic stuff on YouTube when you're in university. Yeah, so basically I left high school because I don't know about you, but I was like in high school, I was the mad, like performing all the time, all the fucking time. Like, no, I was not. Oh, right. So I was always on stage doing like stage shows, theater, whatever, talent quest shit, everything. And then I leave high school and it's like, oh, well, I want to keep doing this shit. So, and then all of a sudden YouTube became a thing because it was super fresh when I first started it. Like, absolutely. Yeah. That was like 2007. Like 10 years old or some shit. Like, it's not, it's not an old thing. Um, so when I started doing that, first, first video I put up was just this atrocious piece of shit and it got <laughs> two, two comments. One was like, get a haircut and die. And the second comment was go kill yourself, faggot. And I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> this has not been a fun time for me. So I stopped wait, that. Wait, what was, what was that first video? Okay. The video, the video was, um, it was called, there's nothing gay about eating vegetables. And it was maybe... <laughs> topless like lip singing to chop suey by system of a down while eating like vegetables and it was it was the word i don't know why no that's I funny man i like that i like that it was, like if i did it now i think it would be funny yeah but at the time i don't know it was just super try hard it was just super shit um <laughs> oh man so then I, yeah then i left it for a bit and then came back with a couple of acapella videos and then it sort of went from there and when he, what was like your first video that? Because I don't know if you if if you guys are listening. This he's had millions and millions of views. Like you're you're pretty much like a I don't you're not you're a YouTube star, right? I, I don't know. I used to be. You used I, to be. I think yeah. Like I've got fans and stuff now. I've got I've got like one hundred thirty thousand subs, but because wow. it's happened over so long, like I've been doing YouTube for like I don't know. It's I think gotta it's be been eight, seven years now yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. And I go through phases of, like, I love it, and I love doing it, and I love having an outlet where I can create stuff, and I have people that want to see what I do, right? Yeah. Um, 
but the numbers because it's been going on for so long it, they don't like i don't get 130,000 views per video or whatever right because right. it's been over so like there's probably heaps of them who don't even have a youtube account anymore or don't you know so what was like your first big hit that you had on youtube um the first big big one would have been a ghostbusters acapella video i did nice and that was like so I had a cut. I think I had one or two that maybe got like ten thousand views or something. And at the time, that was yeah. fucking crazy because you go from like getting two views to getting a bunch. You like ah, like I'm yeah. so young. <laughs> um, and then like something crazy, like over like three days, I went, I put it up, and then it got up to like three hundred thousand or something like that. And it was wow. at that point I was like, oh yeah, there might be something, might be something going on here. Wow. And then just uh, kept doing that. Um, but yeah, my, my first stick was acapella videos. Yeah. Where you, you know, where you just like sing all the different parts of songs and stuff. But I'd always make them a little bit funny as well. So I'd be like topless that's, or, you know. Exactly. You like you never, that's, that's why I always liked, liked about you is not only did you do, you do, you do like comedic, like straight up comedic stuff, but you also will have just, you're an, an awesome musician, but then you add in something funny about it. Often. Oftentimes, job, yeah. it's people, you know, I'm sure you know this. Everyone, in not everyone, but so many people in the music industry, they take themselves so fucking seriously. Oh, uh, yeah, man. It's so precious, no matter if you're a classical musician, you're a jazz musician, you're a rock and roller. It's like, dude, you're fucking, stop being a little bitch. You know, it's like, <laughs> just just have some fun with it, you know? And that's what I always uh, appreciate about it. You is like, you got this talent. You obviously are talented, but you're throwing in fucking something funny about it too, you know? <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, yeah, that was my that was my thing. My goal before it's changed now, but my goal before was to make like really awesome music, but then just fucking ruin it with dick jokes. That was like <laughs> that was my thing. Uh, that's like we mentioned penis corral before. I wanted to have this like really pretty sort of choral piece but then every word is the word penis and to me that was way cooler than like it wasn't i, I used the word ruin but to me it wasn't ruining it it was like making it just way better dude i totally agree with, because it was fucking good the music was amazing i was like this guy can sing <laughs> he can arrange he can compose but the only word in it is penis it's fucking <laughs> hilarious this is this is fucking fantastic <laughs> okay so you have oh. kind of your big hits on on youtube and then doing that did you did you make any money off do you get money off that uh youtube not really really YouTube itself through ad money well because i do cover songs like the ones that go big are cover songs and yeah. then only up until recently have you been able to make any money from that because of like copyright and all that sort of shit wow i did and, not know that yeah bro and and also i'm like the work like i don't think business ever like i barely like, I don't, money to me, I don't understand it. So I'm just like, I just do shit and hope that money comes. Well, you, how many Jews did you know growing up? Zero. Yo, I think you might be the only one that I know. Good, man. I, I, I have so much to teach you. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, bro. Because so you're, you've gotten millions of hits. I thought, I, I was under the impression that these YouTube stars were, you know, there's people that make millions of dollars off of YouTube. Oh, right? other ones do, for sure. But the thing is, bro, there's a lot of other stuff you need to do. And I was never really either I'm just I was being completely stupid the entire time and like which is entirely possible because I've never really I don't have management or anything. Like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just winging yeah. it the entire time, like most people are. Yeah. Um so but I was never like there was a point when I was going hard and I was making videos like weekly 
and I could see how I could make money because when you start getting like you know sponsorship deals and all that sort of stuff but it requires doing a lot of shit you don't want to do oh and absolutely. I, and I was like this isn't what this is about for me like if I want to do stuff that I don't want to do I'll go be an accountant or something well, what kind of stuff was it that you didn't want to do Oh, it was just like, um, you know, making specific shout outs, doing little ads, doing like all the, the videos that get viral, you know, like all the, um, the hashtag videos from fucking four years ago, all the sort of stuff that keeps you relevant. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you have to do that, but I just found like I was in a point where what I wanted to do and what I could see the way to make money wasn't what I wanted to do. So I was like, well, I just keep fucking plugging. It becomes so disingenuous, right? Because it's like, yeah, man. You're just like, ah, okay, and now I'm at this level, and it's like, but here's the thing: selling that shit is probably better than fucking working some shitty job that you, you know, hundred percent, oh, and like, and that's the eternal struggle, though, right? Like, yeah, I, don't, I, I like to think that I have um, a little bit of integrity when it comes to dealing with fans and stuff, and like. Because I don't want to push shit on people. I and mean, they don't, people don't watch me so I can sell them shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if only they fucking knew. If only they knew that, you know, it's like, if you want this content, it's like, then I don't ha- then I can't work a fucking 40-hour-a-week job that I fucking yeah. hate. I come home, I'm exhausted. I hate my life. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, if I'm able to do this little small, it's, it's, it's a compromise. I don't know, man. I feel like there's yeah. there's well, nothing... There's a change now, man. I'm, I've just recently, well, actually, no, over the past year or maybe two years, fucking long time, actually, I've uh, started using a thing called Patreon. I have saw you that you that? have that. Yeah, I saw that you have that. And now, that's explain, awesome. explain people what that is. All right. So it's basically because, like, I think people are, are realizing now that this content, to make good content, you need, the creator needs to have, like, t- you obviously need money to buy shit and gear and stuff, but you also need, like, time. Yeah. Like, you can't continuously make good shit if you're stressed out and trying to fucking please everyone and shit it doesn't work that way so patreon is kind of like it's like a kickstarter but for continuous things so like i basically just set up this page and i was like hey guys if you want to help me make videos you can donate a certain amount like per month and then you get like rewards depending on how much you donate or or whatever but the the core of it is like people that enjoy what you do and if they have the cash to do it they just chuck it you know a dollar five dollars ten dollars whatever a month and that, to me, that that's the first time I've been able to actually make money from YouTube. And it's not a lot, but it's like I'm not asking for a lot. I just want to be able to no, you know, but not, it's, not die. <laughs> no, exactly. And it gives you a little bit of money to actually do what you want to do. Because, yeah. like you said, you put out this fucking content that's, yes, I guess sometimes it's a lot of it's covers, so it's it's hard to make money off of. But it's fucking amazing shit, and you're getting thousands and thousands and thousands of views on it. But you can't turn that into a dollar, you know. It's like yeah, like I'm sure I'm sure there are ways. But and also, it, like for me, especially being from New Zealand, where um, New Zealand's super small, uh, having numbers and stuff was huge for me in the real world. Like I got into the comedy scene very quickly because of it. Yeah, and I was doing like big shows and stuff. And that was purely because of YouTube. So like, while specifically I don't make money from like YouTube, like the ads and stuff, like a little bit, it gives you enough- clout. Yeah, and then through that you can get bigger gigs, you can like get random things, and so it's it's all a, it's a very cool thing to have for sure. Absolutely. Now you were saying you've kind of you've kind of hit like a transition point or something, or like what? Yeah. So what what brought you to London? What made you leave New Zealand? Um, I was just lost for a long time. I eh? didn't really know what I was doing. Oh, welcome and, to the club. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking feel that. Um, yeah, right. Well, I did a a mad a covers gig in Dubai. I was there for seven months playing in a like a seven piece covers band. Oh wow! And that was fucking crazy. So I left. I, what is I, Dubai like? That's got to be a really weird place. Super weird. I was drunk almost like the entire time, so I'm not entirely sure <laughs> what it was like. But yeah, no, it was, it was it was pretty shit, man. It was um, it's it's fun if you can kind of like shut off what's going on around you, and if yeah. you can stick to your own bubble and just party, then fucking good. Like that's awesome. Yeah. But if you, as soon as you like look out the window and see you know borderline slavery and all this sort of shit going on, just like the extreme, yeah, crazy distribution of wealth, you know, it's, it's fucked. So it was a weird place. It was a weird time. Um. Anyway, so I so this was kind of like after uni, we were like, what are you gonna do? Like when you finish uni, how do you make money from music or whatever? Yeah. And a lot of people did like cruise ship gigs. I don't know if that's a scene. Yeah, yeah. Or- I had some friends from school that do cruise ships. Yeah. Yeah. And we were sort of tossing up between that or doing a land gig in Dubai or something. And then we managed to suss that. And then finished that and then come back to New Zealand. And I was like, fuck. What the fuck do, do I do now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because um, I, I was doing a bunch of stuff. I was doing like stand-up, you know, music, YouTube videos, all that sort of jazz. Um, and then I was just like, fuck it. I think it's time to leave. Broke up with me and my ex of like eight years broke up. And I was like, fuck. Oh, I have no wow. idea what I'm doing now. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's just this all fucking collision of shit. What was and his name? Yeah. Pardon? What was his name? Her name. I'm nah, just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a dick. Um, yeah, and then it came, I came to London to pursue stand-up, to be honest. That was my main... Oh, really? Yeah, because I was... Um, there was a phase when I was crushing it. Not like... Like, I was just doing really well in terms of, like, musical comedy. Like, because, you know, when you do... I don't, have you done much straight stand-up? I know. I whenever I did stand up, I I and I didn't do a ton of it. I did with my cello, so I would be on stage and I would sing. So yeah. it, it's a bit of a cushion. Like people are like, well, first of all, they they were surprised to see a cello on stage, yeah, but yeah. like it wasn't straight stand up at all. Oh uh, no, doing music is it's almost like a fucking trump card. Like yeah. the whole thing with stand up is that like you can die on your face and it's the worst thing possible. But when you're playing a song, it's pretty hard to fuck that up. Like Absolutely. even if the song sucks, people, you're still going to get applauded at the end of it and all that sort of shit. It's because they don't they there's something about it like oh well I don't know how to play guitar and I can't sing as opposed to like stand up where it's like man I could go up there and fucking tell jokes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you think you're funny cut you don't know anything yeah exactly um, yeah so and then that's why part of the reason I came over to London because I wanted to pursue that and then I do like two gigs here and then I realized I fucking hate stand up really. You know? Yeah. What was what was it about? Because I'm I'm interested in that. I I also don't do stand up anymore, and I I love stand up comedy, mm-hmm. but I there was something that I just kind of knew, like I just don't have the fucking drive of a comedian. Yeah. You know, like there was something inside me, like dude, I can't go to these open mics every day and just like I don't know. It just I love That's to the- perform, but I just I knew I didn't have it. <laughs> Right, it's a different thing. Eh? It's like uh, it's an extreme grind, yeah. And it's there's a lot of sadness. Oh, a lot of <laughs> people don't get yeah, they don't get that the fucking it is. Nah. watch comedy that's not fully there yet. That shit is the saddest thing ever. Yeah, but even the ones that are, are there, like just generally, you know how like you've got like certain personality types lean. First of all, you've created people with a certain personality type, and then within that, you've kind of got. Like, you know, you got your opera chicks, you got your musical theater weirdos, that sort of shit. Yeah. 
you got your hippie jazz players. Uh, comedians are like just dark. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Real, real fucking dark. Obviously not all of them, but generally speaking, like they're pretty dark dudes and, and ladies. Absolutely. And that, and that comes out like in the comedy and stuff. And like, how often do you see some crazy self-deprecating humor on stage? And then it's like, oh yeah, this is funny, and everyone's laughing at you. But then they go off stage, and you're like, oh, I fucking hate myself. You know what I mean? That's that's how. I mean, you know, David Tell. No. Oh, uh, David Tell's a, a, a one of the like a great stand-up in 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 uh, in the U.S. Like a kind of a legend, and he's like, <laughs> you hear him talk, and he's like, I hate my act, I hate myself, I hate these jokes, and everyone's like. David Tell is like the funniest guy that's ever. Yeah. Li- but that's why what makes him funny is like he hates, and that's a it's a if you if you're not cut out for that, I, I remember getting really depressed doing that shit. I, I stopped yeah, stand up after I after I uh, graduated college and I came back home, and all my stand up was based on self deprecation, just like yeah. making fun of myself. And I just remember, I just, it became like a negative feedback <laughs> loop of like, I yeah, just bro. started to believe it. And I was like, fuck, man, I it, I just got super depressed. That happens. And especially when you think about it, like when you're getting rewarded for that depression, yeah. like when you're on stage making jokes about how much your life sucks and then people are like, ha, 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 yeah. that becomes the feedback that you get. And then it's just fucking self-perpetuating fucking thing of just pain <laughs> this yeah. got real dark real quick man no no but, it's, um, but this is this is the human sadness podcast it's about that people don't realize yeah. that shit yeah so and that was that was actually the reason why i stopped stand up because i was like look that i like i knew that my this was doing shit to my mind and i was good at it which was horrible because i was like i can keep doing this and i'll be able to work my way up and get money and shit but like i just couldn't do it anymore Dude, it was that's... a way off it was a of like happiness or like a career and i was like why i need to fucking choose happiness man dude that's funny as hell man because i had a pretty much the same experience like i did decently well like i wouldn't say i was fucking good but like you know what we were doing was different and people were like definitely responding to it like oh this is funny like Mm. but yeah i just couldn't go with that fucking negative feedback loop of just i don't know i i I guess i don't know we knew we weren't cut out for that specific thing yeah so, you, so I'm, I'm glad I got out of it. So you came to London, you did the stand-up thing, you were like, yeah, you know, I can't really, it's not for me. So yeah. what, what what happened after that? I just kind of let go of a lot of things. Um, I kind of, st- I pretty much stopped doing YouTube for a while. I saw that, yeah, I, I noticed that for a while. Like, yeah. I didn't see anything that, that you'd come out with. I, yeah, I went from, because right before I left, I was doing things maybe like weekly or at least, you know, every two weeks. And then I came here and... um I was just like, fuck. And then I just took a break for a bit. Yeah. And I, and I still, I definitely haven't gotten back to the full force that I wasn't. But it's harder here as well. Because I'm used to, like, being in New Zealand and, you know, you can, you can live, you know, if you need to, you can go back home or, you know, jobs and shit. It's just way easier just living in New Zealand. Yo, London is, it's like New York. It's fucking insanely expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You and, work to live and all that sort of shit. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And so I basically just um, just took a break for a little while. But also, I don't know, man, because like doing because I'd always had so many different things on. Like YouTube was a thing, and then when you do YouTube properly, it's also social media. It's also you know responding to fan stuff. You know, yeah, every, like it was, it was always in the back of your head. Yeah, and then you add the other shit to that. You know, studying or girlfriends or you know fucking writing, all that sort of shit. It just becomes you're always thinking yep. about shit, and you're always working. 
and I was and I've been doing it for ages at that point, so I was just like fuck it, so I had to step back. And I basically just partied really hard for a year. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what did what, what did you learn from that though? Um, that I can't party as hard as I used to be able to. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, no, I learned a lot from that eh? Um and I feel like it had to be done. And I made some of the greatest friends in the world. And I still and I still have them to this day. But it's like I I kind of uh through partying, you hit a threshold where you can no longer party, or like yeah. you just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, it's like we. All right, it's like how many times am I gonna fucking drink till I'm passed out? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then when that sort of, I got to that point, and I was like, okay, well, what else is there? Because then, I, and then I tried to figure out just the various skills that I have and how I can do shit with it or whatever. And then um, uh, songs, songwriting became a thing. Yeah. And that's my new buzz now. Like, uh, real, like emotional songs and stuff. I discovered part, okay. of, that, part of that process so of nice like kid. leaving and coming to London and just being fucking broken down was yeah. I discovered I have feelings, which I don't know if you've discovered yet, but it's fucking, it's, it's crazy shit, man. Dude, it's funny because, yeah, I had to get beaten down real hard to fucking realize that I have, <laughs> yeah. I have some feelings. Holy <laughs> that's how, shit. That's it, yeah. You need to be at the fucking as low as you can go. And then it's like, oh. All right. I yeah. I I seen I never I stopped drinking about four no five years ago because yeah nice man. Well, it was not it wasn't really hard for me because I'd never I, I didn't like drinking that much. But I was after I graduated college and I came back here, I was just super depressed and I just realized that drinking only makes me more depressed. And I was like, yeah. why am I even doing this in a social <laughs> setting? Like it's just it's just gonna make the problem worse. Yeah, but yeah. but when you talk about like getting to a real low point, dude, I I feel you, man. I I was there like two years ago at twenty five. I I fucking I just was questioning everything. Every day in my head was just like, oh, I fucked my life up, man. I I I went to music school. I have no skills. I have mm-hmm. no talent. I'm never gonna be able to make a living. I'm never gonna you know who's ever gonna like me. All this kind of shit and. Yeah, you just get to this really, really dark place. But you know, it was funny. We know what got me out of that is wow. I, it, I was in that spot for a long time, and I'm talking about like eight, eight months to a close to a year, Shit. and like just really fucking dark. Uh, but I ended up, <laughs> I got this. I was like, okay, I just need a job. I just need a nine to five job, and yeah, then yeah, everything's yeah. gonna fall in place. So I got this job as a shitty. Uh, like a, a receptionist at an architecture firm with awesome. my and my boss was the biggest Italian asshole I've ever met. <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit! Hated yeah. this guy. And I went in there every day, and I would literally do nothing for eight hours. Yeah, which is actually surprisingly difficult. Yeah, man, it's fun for like a couple days, and then it's like no, there's yeah. only so much Reddit you can look at it. Exactly, and. I hated that job so much, and every day I'd go in and be like, I fucking hate this. This is the worst time of my life. This is bullshit. What am I going to do with my what, what am I gonna do with my life? And then finally, after three months, they fired me, or they let me go, whatever. <laughs> and yeah. I walked out of there, and it was like I had an epiphany. I was like, oh, my God, I never have to come back here again. Oh, my God, like, wait a second. Maybe I actually do have talent. Like, I, I just <laughs> started, like, remembering the fact, like, oh, okay, I wrote a book for the cello, like, I actually know how to play this instrument. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, 
why am I trying to fit myself into a box like that everyone else is trying to fit themselves into? I was like, yeah, that's just man. not me. It's it's not going to fucking work. Yeah. It's not going to work. And I just, from then on, I just just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll be poor. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck. At least I'll get to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? We, how you're 27, is that? Yeah, 27. Yeah, same here. It's so, and it's like, I've been thinking about that a lot as well. It's funny you mentioned like getting out of the box and not trying to fit yourself into everything else. Because like, you know, when you're younger and it's like a cool thing, you know, being a musician is cool. Like even yeah. to yourself, you're like, yeah, I'm studying music. I'm doing gigs. This is cool. And then you kind of get to a point and I feel like we're kind of getting to that age now where it's like, it's like it's more daunting. It's like shit. Is this actually the life that I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. Because other people have jobs, like they have money. They I don't have know money. What it's like they have yeah. money. Like what the fuck? People are going and doing shit, like buying a sandwich and not even thinking about it. I'm just like fuck. And, I, I, and like, and you think like I want to get into that, but that involves that you're absolutely right having a job nine to five. And if you can have a job that you enjoy doing, that is incredible. Yeah. That to me is like the goal. Dude, I think of that that too. It's like I can't imagine what it's like to be like an investment banker that actually enjoys investment banking. <laughs> they like, enjoy cocaine. That's what they enjoy. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's like <laughs> a job where you're really well compensated that you actually like. I'm like, what the fuck is that like? Yeah. I wouldn't even need to be well compensated. I would just want to have enough to continue. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm thinking now. Like, I, And it's, it's tricky, though, because you want to keep doing this stuff. And I feel like I, I can't not do it. You know what I that's, mean? That's what I was about to say. It's like, you can't stop. You think you can stop, but you can't stop. <laughs> you can't stop. Because I know you because I'm you, essentially. You know, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm inside you right now. No. Yeah. Um, oh, that explains why my butt's so <laughs> No, but we're very similar in that way. It's like, you can't, you're going to try, like, you, you, you partied for a year or whatever, and then you're like, you know what, I'll just give this a break. But you realize you can't do it. No. You can't like, stop. Like, within that time, when I actively was like, because I've gone through phases of like, all right, well, I'm going to stop this thing, but then another thing comes along. Like, I'm going to stop trumpet, but I'm going to do comedy. I'm going to stop comedy, but I'm going to do other stuff. And this was like, I'm stopping everything. And then that's when this other songwriting stuff came in, and that's when this other shit came on. Like, it doesn't, it's almost like you don't have a choice. (laughs) Exactly. You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice, man. Yeah, I was, I, 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 I was at a barbecue the other day for Memorial Day, and fucking people, they were saying like, you know, you, you chose like, to do this thing, you know, that's, you could have, you know, because I graduated high in my class, like, I probably could have done some, like, finance shit, but, mm. but the, I was just kind of laughing at it, because I, I was thinking to myself, like, I didn't really choose this, this kind of chose me, like, I don't, yeah. I didn't, there was no universe where I was going to be able to do something, I just don't have the focus for anything else. It's a bit, it's a weird thing to think about and it's a weird thing to try to explain as well even to yourself sometimes because like yeah literally we could work a job but you'd like, be so but, fucking miserable man well that and that would be it like it would just be insanely i uh, yeah like it's to the point where you couldn't do it and that's kind of i guess what we what we mean by that yeah i don't know man no it's, so, I, it's the same way it's like yeah i guess i could do something else if i had to yeah. if i really had to but it's like dog like I would get to the point where it's like, why am I even getting up? And like, why am I <laughs> yeah, even existing? Yeah. I, I can't so you can stand make money this. and go buy some shit. You know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. And that was part of the, well, that was like the main driver behind not doing comedy because that was one of the moments when I was like, okay, well I'm, I need to do 
something. So if I'm doing something, I need to figure out something that's like healthy for me to do personally. So like sustainable comedy isn't, you know, stuff like YouTube definitely is, but for that you need, you know, money and you need all this other shit going on. Um, and so that's when I started getting into songwriting yeah, and other stuff. And that to me, that's been the next, that's the next thing for me. So what kind of songs? I, I saw that you wrote songs called I'm Broke. or Yeah, yeah. That's like, <laughs> I can those are my introduction ones. So I've, yeah. got, I've been writing for about two years. And I've just done, I've done two gigs in the past like month. Oh, really? Like, so you're actually doing, you're doing gigs as like a songwriter. Yeah, but very early days. Because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we've been performing forever. So I'm used to doing gigs and shit, but never like this. And it's an entirely different thing when, so the songs I'm writing are kind of about this sort of shit. Like they're about mental stuff. They're about relationships. And there's still dick jokes and shit in there as well, for sure. Like that's never going to change either. Okay, but good. Yeah. Overall, it's like very, there's some real intense shit in there, right? And it's like, and that is the thing that I want to pursue now because it kind of works as like, not only is it awesome for me to write those things because it helps you figure shit out in your head and all that sort of stuff, but the, an awesome result has been it's sort of like, brought things out and other people and I've had people come to me and talk to me about shit and it's just like yeah this is like a really this is like a cool thing to be doing and that's sort of what I'm trying to focus on yeah and it's in it's it's an expression of of your truth of your reality you know it's yeah and that's kind of what I've always tried to do and before my truth and reality was just like mad dick jokes and then now it's just changed there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing Nothing at all no I wouldn't change a fucking thing for that man I, I love that shit for sure yeah, and if it comes back, it'll come back. But yeah, I, I've always just tried to stay true to what I want to do. So I don't think I don't think the dick jokes really ever leave you. They take you. They do like the rise and fall, but yeah, eventually yeah, yeah. They, they come back because there's nothing there's nothing funnier than a dick joke. I mean, oh nothing, nothing. A just... well placed penis is one of the best. The <laughs> <funniest>. well, <laughs> it's so true. So now, okay, so now you're in London doing doing kind of songwriting gigs and. So that's kind of what you want to pursue. But you said you you want to move back to New Zealand. Yeah, well, because now um, I want to do that for ease of life, basically. Yeah, so you can and, fucking keep making shit. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I'm, I'm slowly building up a bit of a network here. But back home, because I grew up there, I know everyone. And you can get a band together in, like, an hour, you know, all that sort of shit. So, like, and I want to make an album. Um, nice. And I could do it here. And I'm looking into doing it here. But... As you know, it's just so expensive. It's insane, so, man. It's insane. Yeah. I, I run a band, you know, my band, You Bred Raptors, like, just fucking, the amount of money it cost us, you don't, you gotta understand, I live in New Jersey, and to go into New York, you have to cross a bridge, and each time you cross the bridge, it's like $15. Shit. So, and then I have to cross another bridge to get to my fucking bandmate's house, yeah. so by the time I go there and back... It ends up being like thirty dollars, yeah, just to fucking a, just to get to his house and back. That's crazy. So we spent three thousand dollars on just tolls last yeah. year, just for the <laughs> you know. It's like it's just the insane amount of shit you have to. People don't realize that yeah, there's so much overhead that goes into just fucking getting to a rehearsal and yeah. getting four people in a room, and then you got dealing with this the drummer's bullshit and his bullshit life. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bit, I'm a little sour. On your mind, bitch, yeah? Sorry, a little, little sour towards drummer these days. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're, you're right. It's it's uh, it's a difficult thing to do. Um, and then yeah, so the easier we can make it on ourselves, the better, I, I think. And then the other thing, like you get people that don't 
they just fucking grind and just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And generally, obviously not all the time, but they, they seem to be the ones that get to a point where they're cool to, you know, they're the ones that sort of make the actual money and all that sort of stuff. Who who have, have been kind of your influences uh, in terms of either comedic musicians or, or anything or whatever, besides Weird Al, I guess? Or uh, any, any uh, comedians or, or musicians you, you look up to now, it's like, oh, you know what? I kind of respect the path that person's taking. You know, I I see, you know, maybe that could be me one day. From like a performance perspective, obviously you've got the big ones like Lucy Kay and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, music has been, uh, has been big. Funnily enough, uh, the standard John Mayer has been very big for me. Really? Yeah, yeah, can, a lot of he gets a lot of shit because his like real pop stuff kind of sucks, but like his actual stuff is really insane. And I follow him on Snapchat, and he just he's funny as fuck. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah that's cool. He does like stand up and shit. Um, yeah, honestly, the ones that like I find most inspiring. This is real cheesy, but the ones that I are the ones that I know, and the ones that are doing it and yeah. doing it fucking hard, and that aren't necessarily making any, and you know, they're not like it's struggling. But they're doing it, and they're doing it better than me. And that, to me, is like, fuck. Like, you got this friend, Jesse Sheehan, who's just the most legit dude. He's in London. He's another dude from Wellington. And he just, he grinds hard. He gigs hard. He rides hard. He's doing all this awesome shit. And he's doing well. Like, he's got this new album he's releasing that was produced by a big dude from back home. And he's fucking incredible. Like, the yeah. shit that he makes, he should be, bam. He should be at the top. And hopefully one day he will be. But it's just, like, those sorts of people. The little guys that are Absolutely. Just struggling. Yeah. And someone like Ben. Holy fuck. Oh, Ben's like, incredible. Uh, yeah, like he was the dude from the same place that I grew up in, and then now he's like slamming it. He was the, he was the youngest dude in the to like get accepted to your school or some shit. Wasn't that right? Something like that. I don't know. I don't know about that, but I mean he he's Ben's always kind of been on a different level than me. It's like oh, a, Ben's I, on a different level to everyone, man. Yeah, I don't like everyone. I, I mean, he still eats slow as fuck, though. God damn it. You ever eat with him? It's like, Jesus, Ben. You can play yeah. the bass at 30-second notes that are, like, at 400. You can't eat faster than eight hours for one meal, you fucking idiot. I like that's still a thing. But, yeah, man, people, people like that. They're the, real, they're the real MVP. Yeah, absolutely. So you think you think towards the end of this year you're going to be moving back to, to New Zealand? You're not sure. Yeah. I mean, ideally, that's what I do. And my plan is to go back, make an album, Start gigging that properly, um, you know, do some touring and stuff, and then have a bit of a reset. Because the thing with that, like, the, you know, this new stuff that I'm doing, it's new to me. It's like a new way of performing. It's a new way oh. of writing. So, it's, like, I'm it's good more at vulnerable. Shit, but I'm still at the very early stage of the, of the ship. What you're doing now is more vulnerable, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't hide behind like a cover it's like it's not your song even though you're doing yeah. it great it's like okay well you didn't like that song well it's not really my song get yeah. behind hide behind the comedy oh you didn't like that well you just didn't think it was funny now it's like they can hate you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks for that i didn't put about that way you fuck. <laughs> I'm such no, a, you're absolutely right i'm such you're a right. douche I'm such a, <laughs> i i was dude i i was like teaching a kid to not teaching really but i he was he was in music school and he's in his last year and he, I just started telling him like, look man, so this is I'm just gonna tell you like once you get out they don't tell you this, but it's horrible like it's gonna be <laughs> fucking sad and dark 
and just you're not prepared for it. So just just I want you to be prepared. And then he, I could just kind of see his face, and I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. I just I'm an asshole. What are you doing? What am I doing? doing? But I wanted to keep it real with him. Yeah, for sure. I um one of the other things I'm thinking about doing is is going back to study, just so I can have something. In terms of and an, like to in order to teach. Yeah, study to teach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what I was thinking for you is, why the hell don't you market yourself? You could market yourself giving Skype lessons. Oh yeah, you know. We, I don't like what like what one on one sort of like instrument lessons or some shit. Instrument lessons, songwriting, composition, arranging, how to be funny, dude. You have an audience of people that watch your shit mm. from around the world. I should write that down. See, what I was saying before about not thinking business, that I've never thought of that, like, ever. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here to t- – because I do – right now, I started giving Skype lessons, and I – I trust me, I don't make that much money doing it, but, like – Well, yeah, but anything is good. But, like, yeah, but anything. It's like I'm in my fucking house doing – my parents' house. I'm in my parents' house <laughs> doing it, and, like, yeah, I'm able to teach this guy in Seattle, and every so often this woman in Hawaii takes a lesson – You've got people from around the world that see your shit and say, oh, wow, this is like, this is this guy's obviously talented. Maybe I could learn. You don't know who's got money, you know? That's true. It's a good idea. I'm going to put that at the end of my next video. Like, hey, guys, if anyone wants to fucking have a gym jam or whatever. Are you be, I think you're going to be surprised, man. I think people will actually be into that. And, and even if it's like three people out of a thousand, ten thousand, it's like, yeah, that's some, that's a little extra money for you. And you'd be surprised, like, it kind of. You know, you you start to learn from that of like, oh, what can I actually teach this person? Oh, I do know yeah. some shit. Like, yeah, because you know, everyone else is not talented. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just a dick. No, but I'm serious about that. I think that I think that really That's could cool, be good for you. Nice, great work. Um, um, sorry, what? I forgot what we were talking about before. Oh, you were going to go back and get a degree. Oh uh, yeah, 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 something like that. Um, just because I met this dude, I had this really crazy experience um, where I was out partying and then I came back home on the tube some random hour of the night and I met this dude outside um, the station with this guitar on his back and because I was super fucked, he was just like, hey man, we're best friends because you play guitar and shit. <laughs> and I, had a, I had a chat and then the next day I was on my way to this uh, my friend's brunch and like I was super hungover as shit. Didn't remember meeting the guy really. I sort of had a vague memory of it. Um, and then I like, I'm on the tube, and I get this weird feeling that I should get off at a different station. Yeah. And I'm just like, I fuck. And I was hungover, so I was like, whatever. And I get off, and I see the dude, that same dude, like yeah. passed out on the bench. <laughs> I'm just like, oh shit. So then I go and I walk back a little bit, and I'm like. I'm going to go and wake him up and then I'm just going to go wake him up. Fuck it. So I go around and have, like push him and wake him up. And he's like, Ugh. and then the thing with London, it's kind of like New York. Like why well, I assume it's like, you know, you don't run into people. You just don't. It's yeah, so it's fucking huge. big yeah. and crowded. You don't like, it's pretty impressive if you run into someone. So he freaked out because he was partying as well. So he was fucked. I was a little bit still fucked. And he was like, Whoa, this doesn't happen. I'm like, yeah, me neither. And so we just kind of walked together the same way. And then we start talking about our lives and shit. And then he's been, he was like a lifer musician, like a, like he was in his like fifties. He was a lifer London musician. He was on his way to teach some fucking teenager that he hated. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he was just, 
he was just giving all this shit. He was like, oh, like he could, he'd been beaten. He'd been fucking beaten. And it was, at, it was at this point that I'd started thinking about going back to study and, and maybe sorting my life out a little bit so I could have something to fall back on if I had to. Um, and then he straight up, this fucking, he straight up turns to me and he's like, look, bro, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I wish that when I was younger, I went back and got some sort of degree or just something that I could fall back on because this shit is hard and it doesn't get any easier. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't tell him any yeah. of that shit that was going through my head. And he just told me point blank. And I was like, you know what? There's no harm in it. And that some random dude that I followed on a hunch told me to do this. So I'm just going to go fucking do it. I would say there's nothing wrong with going and back and getting a a music degree or something. But I would not say fucking go... I mean, who am I to say? But, like, I don't know. I just feel like you're not going to be able to... You think you could go back and get, like, an accounting degree? Oh, no, no, no. Shit, no. Shit, no. And that's, that's the difference, because that's the... The, te- the reason I want to do teaching is because that's something I've become passionate about recently as well. Yeah, you're, I'm telling you... Yeah, you... And, all right, I'm not even going to say, but you probably don't even need a degree to be teaching. You already have a platform. You already oh, have- yeah, yeah. No, I was still good. I was thinking, like, primary teaching or something. But this, this is kind of separate. This is a different part of my life, separate to sort of performing and stuff. But it was just something that I've been thinking about doing anyway, maybe. Really? Primary school? Mm. Dude, man, I don't think you could. Ah. <laughs> Dude, man, you're too talented for that. Don't become a fucking primary school teacher. Yeah, we'll see. We'll All see. right, I'm not going to ruin your life for you. I mean, I'm ruining my own life. <laughs> but I just think, like, you... Again, like I was saying with the Skype lessons, you have you have a captive audience. You can scrape together a living just teaching people, just mm. teaching what you know, and you know a lot. You know mm. a ton of shit. So yeah. I'll try that. I'll definitely definitely give it home. It's my two cents. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just trying to be a good guy. It's That's never cool. worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> Making little kids cry and shit. What's your problem? Yeah, man. I God damn it. There's something wrong with me. Um Cool, man. Uh, so your goals are to go back, create a new album. Now, this album is going to be, it's not really comedic, right? It's more about your... your... Yeah, very little comedy. Yeah. There's okay. a few a few little things, but yeah, mostly it's um, just uh, just deep shit. It's for me anyway. You know, I'm not, I don't know if it, people, other people relate or whatever, but it's just something that I want to do. And I want to make it good, you know what I mean? I want to yeah. make it real fucking good, which is why I want to go back home and like do it properly rather than just trying to grind and, and put something out here. Absolutely. Well, if you need fucking cello on that shit, I'll send you some tracks, dog. Yeah, man. Sick. No, but I, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that, man. Um, is there, where can people find more about you? And there's so many places, but do, anything you want to plug? Um, no, yeah, probably just my YouTube channel. Probably would be the, the best thing. So where, where did they find that? That's just uh, youtube.com forward slash Matt Mulholland. All right, so check him out on YouTube, Matt Mulholland. I'm sure you got... Uh, check out his Patreon page, too. If you got... Oh, yeah, that'd be sick. If you want to support me while I do shit and try to you know, make it happen, that's that'd be ideal, yeah. No, absolutely. And you can, you know, it's like you're supporting an artist. Like, this is a 21st century. This is like how we're doing it. Yeah. It's changing, yeah. It's changed a lot. And it's, I feel like now it's like different things are happening and people are becoming more aware and, and all that sort of stuff. It's cool. It's, a, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time, but it's also, it's a tough time because it's like, how the fuck? There's, I mean, there's ways that we're going to figure it out how to do it, but 
Yeah. It is tough because you're like, how the hell do I squeeze a dollar out of any of this bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I was with my band and we fucking were waiting around at this gig that we played. I'm waiting to the end to get paid. Yeah. And the whole band, we got paid, I think, $40. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go kill myself <laughs> in, in my car. Uh, that's yeah, that's going to be great. $50 to get to the gig. Or I know, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, let me just plug a couple things. Um, if you are in any of these cities, Ubred Raptors is coming on tour soon, starting June 18th through like the 27th. We are going to be in Narragansett, Rhode Island, uh, Montreal, Toronto, uh, where else? Windsor, Canada, Chicago, Lafayette, Pittsburgh, uh, Philly, and then back in New York for a homecoming show. If you want more information, go to youbredraptors.com. Like us on Facebook and Twitter and all that other goddamn bullshit get us a record deal if you can uh, <laughs> that's uh, a huge tour man yeah dude it's 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 a it's fun like we've been going on tour for the past like last year we, we've done three like tours like that like 10 day kind of circuits mm. and it's it's definitely fun but it's like you know we're my, my bandmate books it all himself so it like Talk about having no time. It's like yeah, yeah. it's an ins- the amount of fucking time he spends on trying to book that one tour. Yeah. It's like it takes away from the amount of time we can write, from the amount of time we can, you know, try to, you know, go out and play more. But it's it's an insane kind of thing. But it's it's definitely fun, man. Have you yeah, ever awesome that you done it? Have you ever done any touring besides like the thing in Dubai? No, nah, I've done a few little ones up and down New Zealand, but nothing nothing that big. Yeah, it's 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 definitely fun. It's at the level we're at, it's not like we're fucking making money, but we're I'm I'm chewing it down to the point where I'm trying to like, all right, we're eating sandwiches tonight and some peanut yeah. butter and jelly, and we're gonna sleep <laughs> on this guy's floor, and we're gonna yeah. suck that guy's dick, and we're gonna be all right. We're gonna make it to the next gig. Yeah, man, all the way. Yeah, all right, dude. I I thank you so much for fucking talking with me today. You, this has been cool, man. This has yeah. been real cool. You fucking were kindred spirits. Uh, you're a Jew from another land. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, keep it gangster, dog. You too, brother. Look after you. yourself. <laughs>